Welcome to the family with Hackmaster Ralph Toy Basham, MD. And Andy Rampernard. And Catherine's not here yet. Shock of the century. Hmm? We'll be back, kick things off. Kristen Burt Kostaki with us both today. Kristen up next with the family. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful, no question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer's rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care, it's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer and get Walzer Care for free. I'm here. She's, she's here. Tiny she bit late. Up. Let me know when Kristen's ready to go. Yes. Kristen Burt, the only person I know. Oh, God. Aren't, they're on lockdown till when? August? September? Yeah, aren't you October? on lockdown until 2025? July 4th. Until July 4th now. It was Independence August. Day. You finally oh, get to God. go out. Independence. That's when you get your independence from the disease. But then they'll do the slow opening, so it really won't be... I don't know. When's it going to get yeah. back to normal for L.A. Well, or California? Heard, for here, I heard that they're still not doing the state fair. No, they're not doing they're the state fair. They're not doing the state fair. Even the state fair not has... for another, like, month, right? Yep. Two uh, months. August. Two, three months. Yeah, three months almost. Well, how could they possibly... Months, yeah. They're opening everything up, but they're not going to do the state fair. That's Well, they've closed <clears> down the state fair several times. Once was for the polio outbreak. That's a while ago. They closed for a year. I hope. They closed in 19, I think, 45 because they were, had turned all those buildings into uh, oh, the war. plain yeah. manufacturing areas. There, there's been a few times. It's closed down, I think, six times in its history. Oh. It closed for polio? It closed for polio. Yep. Huh. I mean, they're saying now, um, and this just kind of came out this morning, that they don't believe Broadway won't open up until January 2021, wow. maybe even spring 2021. So... Just to give you an idea, I mean, everything, uh, anything large is on hold for, for quite a bit. And uh, Broadway's losing $35 million a week by not being Oh! Able to <laughs> yeah. It's only yeah. $140 million a month. Jeez. No big deal. 
It'll be over. It's, I think it's one and a half billion by the time it's all said and done. Well, maybe that's a uh, wake-up call that we need to scale some uh, entertainment down. Well, I've been, yeah, I've been, maybe. you know, I've got, I've got access to real estate news. Oh God, here we go. And apparently, Paris, London, tons of places are for sale. People are like, I'm not going to live through another pandemic in my lifetime in the city in my tiny little yeah, apartment. Yeah. New go. York is going to definitely take a big hit on people leaving the city. Well, I will tell you what I just saw this For yesterday, good. and I wouldn't. I'm not revealing anything because it's on the front page of the Star Tribune. But there is this magnificent house, 10,000 square feet. It's in Edina. It's on top of a hill on four acres, 10,000 square feet. This place is. Beautiful. The house is 10,000 square feet? Yep. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh. Beautiful, beautiful place. Used to be owned by Paul Molitor. Hmm. Or maybe he still owns it. I don't know. He doesn't live there anymore. Uh, it's on the market for $1.79 million. Oh, wow. I mean, this looks Ten like a Ten years ago, that probably thing was, five was million, probably, probably five or six. Yeah, yeah. five or six million. Yep. And now it's down to one point. I don't think it's ever coming. Do you, Catherine, as a real estate person, do you think <clears throat> those big houses will ever come back? Eventually. Well, they were coming back. They were coming they were, back, yeah. but they had to be in the right uh, zip codes. They had well, to definitely. Edina. They had to be on Lake Minnetonka. They had to be, you know, oh, yeah. there had to be something very special about it. Um, the the big mansions around Lake of the Isles and such; those prices really never came up the way they were at no. one time. No, I, I saw that, Andy, and you, if you want to look at it, it's right on the front page of the Star Tribune. Honestly, God, $1.79 million. That thing easily was worth $5 million at one point, i got to believe. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe I'm – but it, it's got a long driveway. It's a private driveway. It goes up to the top of the hill to the four acres. I mean, it's all the privacy you'd ever, ever want to look for. And nobody wants it. Yeah, Kristen, you said that you don't want to live through another pandemic without a house. But what do you, what do you get about nine hundred square foot house for about a million there? <laughs> I, we would um, honestly, if we sell our condo, I would rent after this. I wouldn't stay committed to a house in California for sure. Oh, really? Yeah, um, but I do want a backyard. That is the one thing that um, has. I mean, we have a balcony, we have outside space, but it's still not enough. It's not like having yeah. glass or a fire pit or. Just yeah. anything. Um, it's been very claustrophobic over the last few months. Even though I have the ability to go outside and walk around and do everything else, there's sometimes you just want to take your laptop up outside and, and, you know, just feel nature. Right. Yeah, and true. usually condos are, you know, a lot of times on, on, you know, even if you're high up, you're, you have a busy street below, generally. I face the pool area, so it's actually very quiet. Oh, that's um, nice. Nice. Yeah, but it's so funny. Our pool opened this weekend because they heated Memorial Day weekend. Nobody went in. Usually, it's really, <laughs> not a single one. So really, it was so funny. I thought all weekend people would be in it. No one touched it. I, I would definitely question. be in it then because that's got yeah. chlorine and no people. Perfect. I have a the only for person Dr. we saw was the pool guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Since it's chlorinated, other people swim. Even if their spit got in the water, it wouldn't live more than about. 10 seconds, would it? Boy, that's a good question. I don't even know that's if it would a good live question. Uh, uh, at all. I don't know if it would live at all. If it hits that chlorine. It on how I much don't know. Did you want to be in that pool in the Ozarks? The one? Did you see that video footage? Oh, oh, Lake of the, Lake of the Ozarks? <laughs> Lake or is, of the Ozarks. Yeah, yeah. They're really yeah. going crazy having fun there. Are they? Yeah. people and too much urine in the pool. Nah. Got to ask juice in there, the whole deal. Who yeah. needs it? Uh, Kristen, I hate to kind of make you feel bad, but uh, 
I just went to the store and bought a big container of Neapolitan taffy, and you don't get any. That's where that came from. Slow taffy. Good Lord. I love vanilla. Oh, the Neapolitan taffy is the best ever made. Strawberry, chocolate, Chocolate. and vanilla. It's for people who can't commit. Yes, exactly. (laughs) I can't commit to what I like. A big old slice of Neapolitan ice cream after you've been in some place like Angelo's in New York. Yep. Nothing better. You're absolutely right. So, Kristen. I wonder how many New York restaurants are never going to make it now. Catherine and I got very upset on Sunday night. Oh. Because we watched Dark Waters with uh, Mark Ruffalo. I love Mark Ruffalo. I hate DuPont so much, I can't even tell you. And Teflon is evil. And it's still out there everywhere. I, you know, I don't remember the story. It was it was a national story. I don't think it ever broke big though. Well, they had Barbara Walters talking about it on in the. Who watched Baba Wawa? I did. Um, I I I think that it was a bigger story than I remember it because I I remember I've been afraid of Teflon for years and it must be because I I remember something about it but I don't. It wasn't like right there in front of my face. How do you wait wait a second? Teflon. PFOA is this is this chemical that they um, Dupont was dumping in the river, all the lakes, rivers, holding for years, and then when they were told they couldn't do that anymore, they they uh, bought some guy's farm and started uh, storing it. They started making a landfill filled with leaky uh, barrels, barrels, and it got into the the cows died. Yes. Yep, 150 cows died. Yeah, and I mean it was nasty. Their their in their organs were all weird. Kids were having birth defects. People were having all kinds of cancers. It was one of those environmental disasters. Like and, Aaron Brockovich. Yeah. Yeah, and yep. um, and this attorney, what was his name? Billet. Yeah, he got involved with with uh, bringing Dupont to task, and they agreed to a really small settlement of like 39 million they were making 39 million in a day from the profits billion of, a billion a year of, right? of, a month I yeah guess. of uh of teflon or this pfoa and um uh the dupont lawyers of course made this go on and on and on for 14 years and then <clears throat> reneged on yep. their agreement yep just the true uh, true definition of evil empire it's, I mean, seriously, if you watch this, you'll be so... And then, it's not even regulated by the EPA. There are 600 chemicals that are forever chemicals that the EPA doesn't regulate. The chemical companies are self-regulatory. Well, the, pe- <laughs> the people laughing, on the board yeah. of DuPont historically have yeah. been involved in the Federal Reserve banking right. system. It is so right. corrupt, it's right. unbelievable. So, so, so and let's get back to this. So it's the byproduct from making Teflon that's the problem. Andy, you said P-F-O-A, it's, also known as C6? C8. C8. Okay, but it's yes. not Teflon. Well, it's it, a precursor it, to without Teflon. Tef- without this okay. P-F-O-A, you don't have Teflon. Well, tef- they wouldn't throw it away if it's a precursor to Teflon. Right. No, they would not. No, it's a byproduct. Yeah, probably a byproduct. It's oh. a byproduct. Okay. So, but... Teflon. Oh, wait. No, it's, well, you know, let's see. It's PTFE is Teflon, and PFOA, polytetraethylene fluoride. fluoride. Yeah, something about fluoride, yeah. Polytetrafluoroethylene. Correct. Yep. It's Um, nasty, nasty stuff. And and it's in every living 
beings' tissues. Yep. Well, 99%, not every living. Just 99%. Isn't that nice? Uh, one of the things <laughs> I loved about the movie was Buck Bailey is in it. Buck Bailey was the first baby born with birth defects. Oh, yeah. And he's now a grown man, and he was in the movie. His left eye is where your left eye is. His right eye is about in the middle of your right cheek, and he had one half of a nose, including one nostril. Yes. And now he's a grown man. He's lucky he didn't have more birth defects. Oh, God. It just... I don't see how he walks with I mean, with one eye here and one eye here. I mean, be like, brain problem. He's, he's, he's only using yeah. one of those babies, I bet. I suppose oh, that's true. God, but. just, I mean, the saddest stuff, and then they renege on a paltry... You know, not even a yep. billion-dollar settlement, which they should have had to pay. They made that much every year, a billion in profit every year, and they wouldn't give up one year of profit. Yep. It's wow. Just, it's unbelievable. Great movie, though. Mark Ruffalo is really good. Well, everybody's in it is really good in it. And Hathaway's in it. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't normally. Okay. So I don't normally love her, but she was good in it. So it's so it's not a documentary. It's a Mm-mm. movie. Yeah. Okay. So okay. But it's, I, it, 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 is, it is true. I mean, it is true. Well, how true. do you know it's true? Because they would have been sued from here to China <clears throat> if they had tried to make this movie, if DuPont had anything to do with it. It has to be true. But it's, it, no, it doesn't, have to be, it doesn't have to be true to be in the movie because it's, mm. not, a, it's not a documentary. They're, They're not they, saying, they, they say. It's based on a true story. It's but, based on a true story. But, but they, 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 they name DuPont, they name all of the, they name a lot of the defendants, they name the studies, they name the science. It's not okay. like, it's, it would be, it would be fraught with lawsuits if most of those facts weren't true. Yeah. I suppose that is true. Well, you know what? We'll take a break. We'll be right back. We'll figure it all out. Talk about Bosch. Well, we can talk Bosch. about Bosch because I love Bosch, but we'd also mention the fact that, uh, you know, several people have seen the movie and they just... Like John Dupont saw it, and he really liked it. <laughs> plus, That's his favorite. Plus the fun, phenomenal movie about him where he killed one of his wrestlers. Uh-huh. Oh, you didn't know oh, that yeah. guy? Yeah, John Dupont killed that. one of his wrestlers. Like, yeah, they wow. Nice family. Well, they probably have chemicals in their brains. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Fox Hunter. Is it Fox Hunter? Yes, Fox yeah, Hunter. Fox That's Hunter. exactly right, Fox yeah. Hunter. Yeah. We'll take a break. Be right back more with Kristen Burt. Tom Bernard with my buddy and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, we've been talking about North American Banking Company for a few years now. One thing we've discussed is that the bank is locally owned and operated. Well, how does that benefit your customers? Tommy, projects and opportunities for expansion come up quickly for business owners. A locally owned and managed bank like North American Banking Company means decisions can be made just as quickly. We know Minnesota. We live in the communities we serve. So we have experience and firsthand knowledge for what's happening in your life where you live. That means decisions are made here. We don't ship them off or pass the buck someplace out of state. Finally, getting our customers quick answers allows them to take decisive action, and that's how business gets done. Man, Michael, you're getting good at this. Practice makes perfect. Uh, Perfect? Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 2020 never looks so good. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With 2020 upon us, it's time to ditch the contacts and pitch the glasses. Take it from me. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself in the new year. I've never looked back from having LASIK myself, and with Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, you can trust you're amongst the best in the business. 
Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. Imagine 2020 or better in 2020. And let 2020 be your best year yet with LASIK at Whiting Clinic. LASIK results may vary. Talk to your Whiting Clinic doctor about your individual outcome potential. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Kristen Burt with us in Los Angeles. Kristen, did you ever interview Stan Lee? Apparently not. Well, I know, Tom, I never have. Where is Kristen? Did we lose him? I'm here. There you are. Um, I have interviewed him, and I have the best photo of him and Seth Green on the red carpet because he was being honored one year at the Geeky Awards, and I was the official red carpet host. Oh, that's wonderful. Wonderful. I can actually get it framed. It's that good of a photo, honestly. Uh, Catherine and I noticed yesterday, because he's got a show, well, he died about a year ago now, but he has a show called uh, Superhuman where he literally tracks down people with these amazing traits. Like there's a guy, and Catherine saw it, and she didn't believe me, but then she saw it. A guy, they tested the the uppercut, the throat punch, and the kick. The kick uh, came in at 700 pounds of pressure. The, uh, to the crotch. To, to the, the crotch. crotch. The chop came in at 500, and the uppercut came in at 1,000 pounds of pressure. This guy... I don't know what he does or whatever, but he... He says he, he accepts the blow. He accepts the blow, yes. The guy kicks him square in the crotch, full on, doesn't even flinch. And there was a flinching. Well, he jumped backward because of, <laughs> because of motion. Yeah. Then he hit, hits him dead in the trachea, full swing. It, yeah, like a de- it's, it's a death blow, And he goes, right? hey, good shot. And he, he starts laughing. He goes, that hey, was a good shot, man. You hit me pretty hard. Then... He gets the uppercut right in the jaw and flinches maybe about two inches. And then he goes, see, I told you it wouldn't hurt me. You guys wouldn't believe me, but it didn't hurt at all. I mean, you and I would probably be still over at Washburn and McGreevy. Does he, does he have that? There's a, there's a genetic disorder where you don't feel pain. Congenital analgesia. Yeah, maybe he's got that. He must. There's no other way. I mean, the, he was getting hammered, and it didn't even, he didn't even feel it. He was like, oh, whatever. But the, <laughs> the reason I asked you ever interviewed Stan Lee is, have you ever talked to Gilbert Gottfried offstage? I have not. <laughs> okay, well, here's how he sounds offstage. Hey, Tom, how you doing? How's everything going? You doing pretty well? Everything's good? He got his voice from Stan Lee. I almost guarantee it. Wow. Because I saw Stan Lee commenting on all the videos, and I was like, oh, my God. He's like, I was talking to the man who told me. <laughs> he does sound like that. <laughs> That's a great Stan Lee sounds just like him. Yeah, I remember calling uh, uh, <laughs> Gilbert to be on the podcast one time, and he answered the phone. is like, hello. hello. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, sure it's him. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> what? Gilbert. I love Gilbert. I haven't seen Gilbert in a couple of years now. He hasn't been in town at all. But, yeah, so we watched Dark Waters, and we watched a couple of, uh, we've been watching Bosch, which uh, Catherine loves. Yeah, I've, I believe we tr- we started watching it, but then we, we did, yeah. I, What happens to me is uh, there's there are so many shows about 
serial killers and yeah. and this stuff. I can't take too many of them. Like I, I can't watch four different shows about serial killers. It just, it's <laughs> yeah, too much. It's too killer. much. Tom loves them, but there's so many shows about serial killers. I'd it's like to be crazy. Become one, actually. True crime. I, I love yeah. true crime. I'm a big Dateline fan. Oh yeah, Dateline is really good. But yeah. I tell you what, Bosch, she just loves Titus Welliver. Well, everybody in it's really, really good. Yeah. Um, the one one thing that I have noticed with these a lot of these Amazon or well, Amazon and Netflix things is that there are a lot of actors who never would have had a shot. Yeah, and now I agree. On, yeah, that's now, true. There's huge talent in LA that people just are never even seen because they just want these names, and a lot of people are getting a shot and getting great exposure. Great exposure. Good, good actors. Titus Welliver has always been a really good actor. I had him on the morning show one time several years. I think at the very beginning of Bosch, he came on. Just a hell of a nice guy. Uh, do you like that show, Kristen? Bosch? Yeah. I don't watch it regularly, but I should get back into it because I've got some time. Yeah. <laughs> I've You've got, got time months. on my hands. Yes, I've got exactly. some time. <laughs> and, you know, also, the, other, the other thing that I really noticed about Bosch compared to The Expanse mm-hmm. is that the introductions are they are just so formulaic it is with the music and these, these these video clips that they put in or animations that they put in it is so interesting and even the show is structured in a in a in a peculiar way that i, I so that must be the new norm for those kinds of shows uh, where they have the cliffhanger in a certain way and then there's right there's right. a lot of really unsex, unexpected things that happen and they really like to play on that they do indeed. It's a damn good. If you haven't haven't seen it, ladies and gentlemen, it's on Amazon Prime, and it's in its sixth season. Is now. it an Amazon original, or did they pick <clears throat> it up from somebody else? I believe it's an Amazon original. Oh, okay. Yeah, Michael Connolly produces it, so oh, okay. he brought it to them, I think, and they bought it and the whole shoot and match. So that's good. But yeah, very very enjoyable show because it's about it's a real it's really pretty accurate as far as police work is concerned i like well, if you're going to have a cop show i'd like it to be like life really is i use the example of flashpoint the very first episode of flashpoint um hugh dillon is his, his job with the uh, strategic response unit the sru is he's the sniper and he gets on top of the building his guy already killed one woman and he's about to kill a second woman Hugh Dillon's given the, he goes, I have the solution, and they give him the okay. He shoots the guy right in the head. Jeez. But the rest of the show is not about you know, what a tough guy he is or whatever. It's about how he deals with the fact that he had to kill someone, which is real life. Yeah. I mean, if anybody thinks these snipers just don't care, of course they care. And, and the thing about it. Yep. And the thing about it is that they watch it close up. Oh God! Yeah. They, they, that you're on, you're looking on that scope, and you don't close your eyes nope. because you have to be certain that the the solution was delivered, and that's so you look at all these people who have done it in the military, and you know they are just it is close up, just like using a knife. It is not. It's a, that's a rough thing to go through. Oh God, I would imagine. You know, to separate yourself. You know, if you're flying one of the drones, you're dropping a couple bombs. Oh, I really didn't kill anybody unless you. But they, even then, even then, they they have close-up video, and when the ordinance hits, you see people flying, and you, so these people see it too. So it, it that is, 
taking someone's life, you know, regardless of how you feel or how pathologic you might be, is not an easy thing to get over. Nope. No, and they do a really good job on Flashpoint. One thing I will tell you about Flashpoint, every episode, as manly a man as I am, I'd like to point out, every episode I tear up a little bit because oh. there's a very touching moment about whether it's the cops or the victim or the perpetrator or whatever. There's always something very touching about it, which I really like on a cop show. Yeah. It's very emotional. That's nice. Very human, it is. Instead That's of good just, writing. Generally. It is good writing. So, yeah. so they're giving you felt life. Yeah, exactly. Felt life. I really, really enjoy that a lot. I absolutely enjoy that quite a bit. In any case, so Kristen, anything new coming out that we should know about? <laughs> well, here's something old, but that's coming out and people haven't seen it in full in a really long time. All 11 seasons of The Carol Burnett Show uh, are coming oh, out. God. Andy loved it. I did too. It's on ShoutFactoryTV.com. So Shout if anyone has Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, right. Android app, all those, you'll be able to get it. Um, but it is coming out. I just got the press release this morning, and I was like, that's pretty awesome. You know what's cool so it'll be about available that? beginning June 1st. Well, Catherine has a great story about Carol Burnett. Uh-oh, tell us. Oh, she came, she came on the podcast, um, and I asked her to say happy birthday to my dad, and she, she did. So I played it for him when mm-hmm. we went down to see him for his 85th birthday, 86th. That was 10 years ago already? No, was no. it? No. Probably his 80th birthday. No, probably his 90th birthday. Yeah, I want to say that was probably like five years. I don't know. There's been so many years. <laughs> There's been a lot of years. <laughs> I lose But track. the great thing about that, Kristen, that you'd love to hear is she didn't just go, oh, happy birthday, Don. No, she gave it, Don, mm-hmm. Carol Burnett here telling you, I wish you a very, very happy birthday. And she went on and She's on. She's very was, gracious. God, what a sweetheart. I love that mm-hmm. woman received the Lifetime Achievement at the SAG Awards. Now it's probably four or five years ago, but she came back to the press room and just indulged all of us in questions and little bits, and I, it was such a highlight, because, you know, it, especially when you're in the press room at an awards show, it can be such a drag, and it was, I mean, everyone was just completely in awe of her. How old is she now? Anybody know? Somebody In her 80s? Somebody's seventy ninth birthday is today, and it's not fun. It's her birthday today too. Oh, and I got to tell Kristen this, but and 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 Ralphie, Carol Burnett is eighty seven. She's eighty seven. Yep, she looks great for eighty seven. You know, and it's funny now that she's been, you know, not she hasn't had a show in a while, uh, and I don't know if she's had a role in anything for a while. You can really her southern accent really comes out now. It's funny. (laughs) She's gone to the right offices. She's gone to the correct offices for her surgery and care. Yes, lover. She looks good. Sure. She's um, such a sweetheart. Also, Betty White is 98, and she's doing a Hallmark film. <laughs> I think it's already filmed. But I love that like, she's just like riding through the pandemic. No big deal. Well, she, another sweetheart. Yeah, she was on that Hot in Cleveland. Is that, that was still a thing, right? Did, did that stop? Ooh, I didn't. That's off the air. but <laughs> Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah. But she was on there I for love... a long time. She was. Okay. We got one more segment, but I wanted, I wanted to throw a, a real quick one by Kristen and, and Ralphie. Catherine and Andy already know about this. So yesterday, or today actually, is Fawn's birthday. Our granddaughter's birthday. She turns four today. So she was at uh, Nana and Bop Bop's house last night for her her early birthday party. And very sincerely, just a very, you know how sweet little children can be? Yeah. Now this is 
point of view. This this is my, her her truth, her reality, right? She comes up and she goes, Bop, Bop, I'm going to get you a very, very special birthday present for your next birthday. And I'm really going to, you're going to love it when I give it to you. And on your very next birthday, I'm going to give it to you, okay? I said, yeah, Fawn, that's wonderful. So she said, don't forget, on your birthday, when you turn 18, I will give it to you. <laughs> but see, in her mind. 18 is very old. But it's, four, <laughs> it's four and a half times older than she is. Absolutely. So nobody can be four and a half times older than I am, can they? That's Cute. She literally thought I was turning 18 years old. She also thought she might be getting a light bulb for her birthday. So, you know. <laughs> I thought she was getting a light bulb for her birthday. That's right. What? Oh, that's what do you like putting in her forehead? Oh, she's I just asked her, I said, kid. what do you think we bought you? And she's like, a light bulb? And you know how they talk about that? Your truth is the truth. Well, see, the truth to her is that somebody four and a half times older than her or 18 is really old. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that that She's was her four. perception. She lives in an mm-hmm. alternate universe. They all I think you guys should wrap up a light bulb and see how she reacts. Because parents have done that with bananas and avocados. And oh yeah, kids loves it. Yeah, super excited. Yeah, it's true. We'll take a break. Be right back with Kristen Burke. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. Sweet, love this song. It's a great song. So we have a question from the chat. A question. Okay. Uh, morning show is going back to five thirty next week. Yep. There you go. <laughs> Tommy, how are you gonna like that? Tommy getting up. I'm also going to talk to him about the length of the show. The show's too long. Wow. We're gonna go back to uh, I think five thirty-seven to nine twenty, which is where it was before Dickie got a hold of it and effed everything up. Is the podcast <clears throat> time changing? No, not. No, eleven thirty is good, don't you think? Well, there you go. I mean, do you think eleven thirty yeah. is good? Well, if you're gonna that get works. off the show at what time? Well, the thing is, once the, once they reopen the KQ building, I'll be going over there to do it, and there is no way I'm getting out of there right after the show. No way. So eleven thirty. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So eleven thirty would be really good. Okay. All Plus, right. I wouldn't mind an hour and a half break anyway. Yeah. Absolutely. You can yeah. go gargle with salt water and spritz honey down here. Yeah, me, 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 me. <laughs> I, can, I can pretend I'm a singer. But, yeah, we're going, uh, we're going back. I talked to James, our new program director, and we are going back to uh, 5.30 next Monday. So I've got tomorrow and Thursday. And then i got how many Fridays have I taken off? Like six? Oh, God, yeah, maybe. i got, like, nine left then. That's nice. Not nice. For the summer, you can take have three day yes. weekends. Well, Fridays. Yeah. So yeah, I've got one more 
in May, which is this Friday. Mm -hmm. And then I got four in June and four in July. Yeah, so that I guess that would work. All right, all I ever do is give, give, give. Just kick into the team. That's the, all I ever do. All, your altruism underwhelms me. It's unbelievable. <laughs> underwhelms me. Underwhelms me. It's absolutely stunning. That's all I have to say. Kristen, are you missing the movie theater? No. I. You know what I'm missing? Movie theater popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Extra I Extra salty. I, know, I love movie theater popcorn, and I do put butter on it. I'm not one of those Los Angelinos who has dry popcorn. Um, but I don't necessarily, because, you know, honestly, most of my life is screening, so it's a press screening, and I don't usually get movie theater popcorn, so every once in a while I'll treat myself to a movie that I pay for and get movie theater popcorn, but I'm usually there for the popcorn, not necessarily for the movie. I'm, I'm fine watching it at home, honestly. We, we had a rainy, dark day the other day, and I thought, oh, you know, going to a movie wouldn't be a bad yeah, thing to do today. Yeah, you said, why don't we today? go to the movie? That yeah, would, I remember that. That, that. Yeah. I miss going to events, honestly, because, you know, it's a part of my job, and I, even though I call myself an um, extroverted introvert, I realize that there's only so much time I can spend on my couch and that I do need social interaction, mm -hmm. and I, I feel like I miss a lot of the, the I, I like the theater a lot, not movie theater, but going to, like, a show or something, that I miss. See, I'm just happy I don't have to go see one musical ever again, maybe. <laughs> God, I hate musicals so much. I just hate Damn. them. Oh. oh, I hate musicals. Well, right now, we're, we're looking at January, maybe February, maybe spring 2021. Tom, you going to go see Lincoln, or what is it, Hamilton? Hamilton. Hamilton. Nope, I'm good, thank you. See, I like art exhibitions and home shows and all that kind of stuff. I like all that stuff. I, I think so. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. Conventions are going to take a long time to come back, if they ever come back at all. I mean, Well, if Vegas has anything to do with it, and they do, they'll get it done. I remember well, going to see uh, West Side Story when I was a little kid. So that came out, what, 1961, something like that? The movie or the play? <clears throat> the, the movie. The musical, okay. This was about 1961, yeah. 62, yeah. something like that, right? So I was nine years old. 61, yeah, that's what I thought. I was nine years old. I remember I went to the movie, and they start singing and dancing. And I turned to my brother and I said, "These are, I thought these guys were supposed to be like street gangs. He goes, well, they are. I said, they're not a whole lot like the Primas and the Malos over in North Minneapolis. <laughs> you didn't see the Primas going, when you're a Prima, you're a Prima for life. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see any of that. There was you not have a whole to lot just that. let it go. Yeah, it's let, a, it go. let it go. <laughs> you have to let it go. sings that nonstop. Oh, my God, yes. <clears throat> Her you, favorite. She wears a princess dress as clothing. Yes. And, and she does four. Oh, and you would, lo you would love her, Krista. She she does about four to six costume changes a day. <laughs> uh, <that> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they're all princess dresses. Oh, yeah. That's all oh, she I wears. I her already. <laughs> Best friends. You got to tell Kristen, but you can't say who gave it to her. What? When she put on the dress she didn't like. Oh, okay. So somebody gave oh, her a um, St. Patrick's Day dress with the four-leaf clover, and it did have a little skirt and such, but it was just, you know, a cotton dress. It was not a princess dress. Not a princess dress. And so Alex had put it out for her and said, you know, you have a special dress today for St. Patrick's Day. So she went up and put it on, and she comes downstairs and says, why am I dressed in these rags? <laughs> well, 
Cinderella. Oh, so she prefers the crinoline. She yeah. Alex, yeah, put a little crinoline skirt underneath it and bedazzle it a little bit. She will love it. She needs yeah. she needs sparkles. She needs crinoline. Oh, yeah. She oh, needs yeah. puffy sleeves. Anything shiny. Spark- it, I mean, it has to be fancy. Yep. She just that wore- was me. I wore a dress every day to school until fourth grade. Did you? Really? My mom finally told my gym teacher. Here are her shorts and her sneakers. She will put them on in the girls' bathroom and then go and do gym. She's not putting on pants. <laughs> <laughs> so I would just wear shorts underneath my skirt and play kickball and everything oh, yeah. else. Fawn, yeah, Fawn wears take leggings my, or shorts underneath her underneath yes, her skirt. Yep. Take my party shoes off and just put on the sneakers for gym class. That's the way it was. Yep, all, uh, yep, all, all shoes have to be sparkly or have a unicorn on them. I don't know of another four-year-old girl that has that many tiaras either. I'll tell you that. Uh, Where'd she get all those? She's got every, just, all these crowns and he's tiaras. He's going Prince George. <laughs> <clears throat> oh yeah. God, I don't want her to get in that family. Thank yeah, that's you. That's all you need. Mess, right? Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, she's yeah, she is a, the girliest girl oh, God, on the planet. Oh, my. I totally girly. relate to that. Yep. I get it. I get it. It's hilarious. It's pretty amazing watching her and just. Dancing, yeah, she does costume changes. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I gave her a little set of, uh, um, they're just these beads that attach so you can make rings and headbands. Oh, right, and yeah. within five minutes, she had on five bracelets on each hand <laughs> and necklaces. And oh my god, she so was bedazzled. It's true, funny, but that's the great thing about life. I'm telling you that little children do old people to whatever. I, Human beings from the day they're born till the day they die can be really, really decent. Not all of them are, but they can be. Yep. You know, just the way it is. Yeah, that's, just, that's the enrichment of life through humanity. I mean, really, is that they can be just so, so much fun. My mother was that way until she passed. I mean, she was had a sense of humor. Almost a hundred, wasn't she? Yeah, she, she was. She was close. Didn't make the didn't make the C note, but she was close. Didn't make the century. I remember you just going on visitor in Yuma, yeah, right? Yeah. <clears throat> I do remember she, you doing that. She lived there for over 30 years. Oh, wow. did she really? Over 30 years, yeah. By Why herself. Yuma? Yeah. She lived in Yuma before it was cool. The, she, she, <laughs> Yuma, exactly. she lived in Yuma because before I was born, my father had a terrible accident uh, uh, in construction. He was an iron worker. He had six tons of steel fall on him. Oh. And he, that message, yeah, that takes your, takes the wind out of you for yeah, a while. I'm so he yeah. was convalescing and had his... Had his Leg and still want to cast or splint or some such thing. And they drove from Pennsylvania to see family in California. They happened to drive south through Yuma, Arizona. They stopped in Yuma, Arizona, and there they had cantaloupe. And it was the best cantaloupe they had ever had. So they, that was an, it was a culinary um, memory that they had. So when I grew up, you know, I, I was born after they had returned from this trip. Uh, when, when I was growing up, it was all about every cantaloupe we had. It was always compared to the cantaloupe that they had had in Yuma, Arizona. This is absolutely a true story. So when, whenever they they retired, when my mother retired, they called me and said, "Okay, we're selling the house. We're uh, we're going to Yuma, Arizona." So we can get good cantaloupe. It was like it made no, it made complete sense to me, and that's it. they sold their house, moved to Yuma, Arizona, and never looked back. Never looked I back. I love that. So were yeah. the, were I'm the, gonna move to Vienna when I retire. Uh, oh well. Cheeseburger that I had that I can't stop thinking about. What cheeseburgers? <laughs> I had a, the best cheeseburger of my life in Vienna, which doesn't make any sense, but that's what happened. Wow. I know that those. 
culinary memories, uh, yep. either taste memories or uh, olfactory memories, are so powerful. I don't think people yeah. realize how powerful and how important they are to everything. I mean, I just remember Chicago, and it's <laughs> not for everybody, but I remember on Sunday morning or Monday morning after the long weekend running to work and the fragrances of the city you know i just really i just really enjoyed and whether it you know there's a lot of nasty stuff but it's just this whole blend i just loved it's a great thing so i think it's a wonderful deal Kristen, another brilliant show is all i have to say sister brilliant brilliant simply brilliant we will talk to you next week sounds good thank you my dear Thank you. Bye. Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen, will be back. A little bit of news, information, some Kostaki, all coming up next with the family.